0: hi lovely friends it's sarah may this is a podcast for fran and it is called jealousy um, so it's hopefully going to give you some tools to rationally talk yourself out of jealousy because I think if you suffer from it, you're probably aware you don't want it. You would choose to help yourself out of it. It's more about needing a map. So hopefully that's what I'm gonna, get if, gonna give you today. So per usual, there are three parts, the what, the why, and the how, the tools. So here we go, the what. So jealousy, what is it from? It's a perception of your insecurities come to life. So how it sneaks into your mind, is kind of your dark, fearful voice begins scratching at your feelings, dragging you down and making you feel that you are being shorthanded or that you are less than or any number of different, painful, very old emotions. So think of it as your lowest form of self, the self that is motivated by fear and hate. And you can think of it as yourself minus the awareness and focus on what is good, On love and basically rational, logical thinking. It's your irrational self. That's what jealousy is. It's you without balance. So, most of jealousy acts kind of like a hallucination. It doesn't show you reality, it shows you the uh, insecure, self loathing version of reality. So, in this world, no one likes you, and all the fears you have about yourself come to life. So I'm not talking about jealousy that you feel for something that you truly appreciate. Because um, that's different. That's like an understanding of a achievement. And that I would think of that as something special. Like something to value about yourself. When you feel really impressed by someone and you wish you did what they did. I believe a simple shift in the label you have for this feeling is all it takes to change it. Like you might assume that it's a negative. But I believe 100% that that feeling is positive. So if you are very, very impressed by something somebody else has done to the point that you are jealous of it, it means you are capable of appreciating that person's value because you are like them. You possess those traits as well. So think of it as something to celebrate in yourself. It's like a compliment to yourself and seeing yourself in that other person because you are celebrating what they have that you uh, feel is a value. Like, you are recognizing it. So your your appreciation of merit only comes from you possessing the trait yourself. Like, you have to have that awareness inside of you. It can't be like you don't get somebody at all. Like, you you can't truly appreciate it um, unless you have some of it in you. So I think of it as... A sign you are like-minded. I have that all the time with like film for the most part or art. I have that where I, I think, oh wow, I wish I did that. Because it's rare, but it means I get someone. I get something about that other person. I appreciate what went into their work. So the jealousy I'm focusing on is not that. That's a good one. This is the negative jealousy feeling that you feel when you're you feel like you've been personally attacked by something somebody else outside of you feels or does. Um, Like you basically take it upon yourself to interpret the meaning of somebody else's feelings and actions. So it could be that you feel slighted or unrecognized or unloved. Which brings me to the why. Why do you have these feelings in the first place? You can blame your brain I know that's kind of a no dub, but the short of it is tied to fear and insecurities. So what happens when you feel these fears and insecurities um, is when you are uh, you you go into an a kind of defensive and solving state. Like this is kind of the the lockdown that we experience in all different kinds of stressful situations when your brain puts you into a state of. Fear and defense, your logic goes out the window. And you basically only see the result of your brain compulsively trying to solve. It's like the fight or flight should not be running your brain. So in the case of jealousy, your brain will basically be projecting around you um, an exaggerated reality that is a visualization of the fear or insecurity you feel emotionally. So let's say you are feeling angry that someone got a promotion and you didn't. You will, because of this heightened state, perceive everything in your life to be kind of like defining how you are not being recognized or how you are perceived as less than. Like it alters everything, just this emotion in itself. It's like rose-colored glasses. It changes the way you see the world. It's an emotion that you feel related to others and how you perceive yourself in relationship to them. The most important point is, jealousy is all about how you feel about you. It's not about them. This is an emotion that is felt by you and all it relates to is your feelings about yourself and what hurts you. Because without the emotion, the situation is the situation. There is no real physical problem. Like the problem only exists in your feelings. That's what it is. That's the issue. So you are the one who perceives things as good or bad. And you're the one who experiences things as good or bad. And that's where your power lies. That's what you are going to affect to help yourself in these moments. In the moment of feeling jealous, you are going to help yourself by stepping back, and remembering that you don't have to feel affected. I know that's what you strive to do in the moment and that's why you're listening to this, but it's easier said than done. So hopefully the tools are going to give you some navigation methods for that. But I think the most important thing for you to focus on at this very moment is jealousy is it's coming from you and your feelings about you. That is the source. It doesn't have to do with anybody else, and what they do. And because it comes from inside of you and not outside of you, you must treat it that way. So don't seek solutions outside of you. Don't seek for others to change. Don't seek for others to make amends or prove they feel differently. Like that, all of that searching is like trying to put a band-aid over like a staple that's stuck in your skin sorry that's gross but like you got to remove the staple it's not going to help no matter what you put on top of that thing it's still going to hurt so without further ado let's go to the tools but before i do that i just want to be clear because it's different when somebody is using your vulnerabilities as a way to keep you down so i want to make sure you don't misinterpret what i'm saying in relationship to that If somebody is doing something to you that doesn't feel right, or if somebody is not being loyal or honest with you, and you feel that in your gut, you feel like that in the pit of your belly, something doesn't feel right, you don't trust them, that is coming from a valid place in you, and you should absolutely listen to it. If there is a person that is doing things that hurt you in a relationship, they should care that it hurts you, and they should not want to do that. And if they don't, that is not a good relationship to be in. If you are struggling in a situation and you're feeling like this person is not trustworthy or they're not doing things that you don't want, they're not doing things that make you feel loved, tell them. You have to inform them, I don't like this, this makes me feel X, Y, Z, and then watch how they deal with it. You can't force them to, but if they are a loving, respectful person, they will accommodate you. I know for a fact I would never want to hurt anybody I care about. I would never want to hurt anybody, period. But I would never in a million years want to hurt somebody I care about. If somebody said something to me, this hurts me when I, when you do this. It makes me feel like you don't love me. I would stop immediately and I would apologize. And that's what you want in somebody else as well. So if they are not accommodating you, that's something to look at. And be fair with your expectations. So if you're saying, like, I don't want you to see your whole family anymore, that's kind of unfair of you. You can make your own rules for how, it's going to pr- how to protect yourself, but you should definitely not be accepting behavior that you know isn't right, that you feel like something's off. So if your significant other is going out late at night with another single, like, that's kind of not cool. If it's their best friend from childhood, that's one thing, but I don't know, all shades of gray. The short of it is, if you have a problem talk to the person, tell them it hurts you, and they should want to make you happy. And that's what loving relationships are like. But in any case, no matter who it is and what is happening, it's not about you. Don't make it about you ever. If somebody is being untrue, if somebody has got some, let's say, issues with their confidence and their worth in this world, that is their fucked up insecurity and. A part of them is craving validation from places outside of themselves and it's never going to fill that void. Why would someone want to hurt you and make you jealous? Because they want to feel powerful. They want to feel wanted and it's sick, but if you are good and loving to yourself and you don't accommodate the sick behavior by lowering yourself to less than worth loving and groveling and begging don't swallow the shit basically, remove access to yourself and create terms for the way people have to treat you, then you'll get the treatment you deserve. You have to demand it though, because otherwise you're just like, no, don't walk on me. You're lying on the ground and saying like, come on, don't, don't walk on me. Hey, like you got to really stand up straight and say like, nope, I'm not going to allow this. Goodbye. And you got to stick to it. But in, in all situations, it's not about you or your value. It has nothing to do with you. It comes from that person. So if somebody is doing something to you in a relationship and it makes you feel unloved or bad about yourself, that is a real issue and you should A, get out of that relationship, and B, look into why you are in it in the first place. What is it in you that is, for some reason, choosing people that don't treat you the way you should be treated? There's something in you that is not good at being self-protective. And that is a habit you have to start changing now. You have to work on that problem. Because if you don't protect you, it, you're just never going to arrive on the right relationships because you're going to end up stuck in bad ones. It's just like you have to basically buy a better filter and put it on your brain. Because like right now you're, you're not weeding out the people that need to be weeded out. Okay, I digress back to the tools. So the first tool is for comparing yourself to others. So if you find yourself getting jealous about someone's achievement or you feel like you wish you were them type of thing. The first tool is called trace the baby roots and this is one that will work for everybody so I recommend any type of jealousy you suffer from you should do this exercise. So you're going to grab a journal uh, or a piece of paper, but you're gonna basically create a graph and I want you to draw out a, a Circle and write me below that circle and now I want you to think back to the last time you got jealous What was the situation? So whatever that is I want you to write that description of the jealous feeling below the circle that you described as me So think, let's say, maybe you were with somebody and you feel like they didn't pay you enough attention and um, they paid attention to somebody else more than you and so you felt jealous of that other person. That would be your description. Now I want you to draw a smaller circle above the other one, somewhere above it. So you're going to label that one, baby me. And that one is going to get its own description and I'll explain how you're going to arrive at that one so there are three common areas of jealousy competing for love which is from a threat to happiness and comfort not feeling good enough so that's from low self-worth or envy for acclaim and that's basically not getting enough love so in the moment of your last jealous situation What was the foundational emotion you felt? What's like the purest, most reduced down version of that feeling if you were to define it in one of those basic common areas of jealousy? So, if it's I don't feel good enough, I feel like I'm not getting enough love, or something is threatening my happiness. Because, in all cases, when you feel jealous, the feeling is old, it's not current. It's basically tied to an unmet need in your childhood, something you feel about yourself, this kind of um, kink in your armor that has has been left unchecked. So let's say you have a situation where you feel like you are not loved enough or you're not good enough. That is actually coming from, as a child, maybe you had a parent who pushed you, to achieve and they never gave you affection. So you were constantly trying to earn their love and they would never really give it to you. So you might have this the same echo of this old emotion, and it'll show up in your current life, but in completely different situations. So whatever it is, once you define that, I guess, childlike emotion under baby me, you're just gonna write it down. And no matter what it is, in your moment of current jealousy, I want you to draw a tiny little me and write down what it's coming from. You can always derive the source and it's never really what you think it's about. Because once you have all of those voids from childhood kind of filled and once you kind of learn about them and debunk them and let them go and understand them more than anything else, you don't have those sensitivities as an adult anymore. You never have those fears. You don't have those... Source spots. So in the moment when you are feeling jealous, I want you to go to this graph and I want you to describe the situation and then describe the feeling it's giving you and basically debunk the actual source. So you know, oh, it's coming from this kind of old feeling I always get. Like I always have a tendency of feeling like I'm not good enough. That's separate from from your current reality it just makes it easier to separate from the emotion itself I find when you can take it apart and approach it from a more I guess tactical perspective I think it's really helpful in current relationships to do do this process because when you are jealous you almost become like I don't know a a Jekyll and Hyde version of yourself. So you might find yourself demanding from other people you care about that that they fill the void for you and they can't. They never can. It's something that will never be filled because it's something you need to learn for yourself and believe for yourself. So if you see in the moment of a jealous emotion that you are starting to put strain on your relationships and you're putting intensity especially romantically in their need to fulfill like your perceived lack just stop yourself step back and really try and work on it as something that you deal with in yourself it's not theirs to fix for you and this is just to protect your relationships so in the moment if you feel it just like a jekyll and hyde lift up your cape And cover yourself and run away. Like, just basically don't let it get the better of you and don't let it poison, like, what is probably a good and positive loving relationship. Jealousy can, like, really drag you down and make you demand things of others that they shouldn't be asked, you know? Like, prove it. Prove it that you love me enough. It's like, they can never do it. And it's just gonna remove a lot of the magic and the push-pull that should be inherent in every relationship. It should be mutual. It should be... Respectful, it should be rewarding to both of you equally. So that's the first one. Trace the baby roots. Okay, second tool. This is called the fucked up talk show called You on You. <laughs> I'll explain. So imagine like a cheesy intro to a talk show and there's two versions of you sitting on a stage in like cross-legged on chairs. And it's basically a talk show where the troll fearful Cretan version of you is interviewing the real you. And basically the troll version of you is your fear. It's the lowest form of you that is like driven by fear and hate. That is the you that you want to basically refuse to talk to. You want to not, the the troll you is going to be telling you all sorts of terrible things and talking about how You know, lame you are, how you should be afraid, and how no one's going to love you, and all those types of voices that we hear on our heads when we're insecure. So in the moment of jealousy, don't listen to the troll you. You're on this talk show. You're going to give the troll version of you a name. Mine is Lady Gollum. I invite you to use that as well. But basically, you're going to figure out what a nice descriptive kind of illustrative name would be for the voice of all of your insecurities and fears like what does it sound like give that troll a name you can call it your sickness you can call it your troll whatever it is give it a name this is your co-host don't listen to it if you want to walk off the stage in the moment of just those nagging awful negative thoughts do it when it comes to jealousy this voice will never speak the truth It's irrational and it's filled with only fear and self-hate. You have to learn how to step back from your own thoughts because they are not who you are. They're separate from you. They're kind of like, if you want to think of it like uh, muscles working in your body, it's like it's a facet of the way your body works, the way your, your being works, but it's definitely not you. So sometimes it goes into spasms. So when you are feeling jealous, you can stop being ego-driven. You can stop being controlled by your brain chatter, by this troll. You don't have to... I'm not saying you're, you're thinking highly of yourself. I mean, ego-driven, meaning your thoughts, when they get out of whack and they get out of hand, and when you're fearful and you go into survival mode, they take over and drive you insane. And that's when you really have to be able to step back and remind yourself... You are not your thoughts. You don't have to associate yourself or be guided by the utterances that are coming out of the troll's mouth. When it comes to another person or other people or how they act or feel about you, you've got to look at everything objectively and you've got to not take it personally. That's just the way out of this mess. If you're feeling jealous, you're perceiving something is toward you. That, that you have to be involved in it somehow. That it has to affect you somehow. And you don't. No matter what somebody else does, it doesn't have to hurt you. You don't have to let it bother you. And you don't have to take it personally. Your goal is to always be objective. So if somebody is, let's say, manipulating you or making you feel unimportant, that is... For information that is valuable to you. You might want to not keep them in your lives. You might want to not call them back or hang out with them anymore if they're not nice to you. That's how you empower yourself is through what you do with your body and your actions and you base it on objective information. Same goes for comparative jealousy. So if somebody else wins something, instead of feeling jealous that it wasn't you, assume they deserved it. Assume they did a lot to deserve that and had nothing to do with you not being good enough compared to them. So the next one is called Take Back the Keys to Your Heart. I like to think of a cheesy 80s song in this moment. Take back the keys to your heart. That's not really a tune. Anyway, it's kind of like a cheesy song, but when it comes to feeling jealous about somebody else or something else, you are literally handing over control to that thing You're handing somebody the keys to your emotions. You're allowing their actions to dictate how you feel about you, which is totally disempowering to you and also totally unfair to you. And it's just not logical. It's like, why are you handing that person the keys? They can't, they shouldn't be allowed to tell you what to say or how to feel or what to do. You wouldn't hand somebody else the keys to dressing you or deciding what you eat. Like, Why would you hand over the keys to how you feel? So you are empowered to take control of your life and your decisions, regardless of what they do in their life, and what they do with their decisions. You can decide that separately. You don't have to rely on what they think. It has nothing to do with what you decide to do with you. If you don't like what they're doing, watch that, take it in, take mental notes, and then objectively decide what you want to do based on that thing. And once you decide it, commit to it and stop going back and forth about it. Don't torture yourself about your decisions. Decide them wisely and stick to them. So if you decide to endure negative behavior because it's worth it to have a relationship, that is your decision. Stick with it. If you're if you're not going to feel comfortable with that, you have to choose otherwise. You are truly empowered. It's just in the moment of jealousy, you forget that part. And that is the one of the quickest ways out of it, out of feeling jealous, is empower yourself. It's not about what they do, it's about what they do and how you feel, and then what you do. You are the one that decides your value, regardless of what anyone else says or does. Because there are a million times in your life that people will be wrong about you and they will misjudge you and they will tell you mean things or lesser things and it's your job to not base your own opinion of yourself on that you hold the keys to your own self-worth and your own opinion of yourself protect that covet that and be your own best friend at all times don't ever lessen your value for somebody else and what they are or not going to do for you because that is their loss period okay moving on number four This is called, um, get off the shitty ride. So (laughs) basically stop obsessing, stop the obsession. Because a lot of the time when you get jealous, you get into that, you know, constant survival mode brain chatter, which is like the loops, spinning, spinning thoughts of analysis. And as soon as you are spinning, you're on the shitty ride. Think of it as a carnival. Like everybody's starting to get, you know, nauseous and it's going too fast. As soon as your brain starts to spin, that is a sign you are in a non-objective state of mind where you will not reach a conclusion. So remember that in the moment. If I'm spinning, I've got to stop. i got to step off this stupid ride. You're not going to solve it. You're not going to help yourself get there closer. You're just going to be running through hypotheticals. Your brain is basically trying to solve for something it doesn't know yet. You will arrive at it through processing, through reflection, and through allowing yourself to basically marinate. Like you've got to allow the recesses of yourself to take it all in and process. So it's more, all of you is not fully baked yet. Spinning is not going to get you there. And when it comes to comparative jealousy, contrary to how it might feel, you are not being productive. You're not solving, you're not... um, Deducing new information, you're actually just focusing too hard on something that has been made up in your head. You're you're trying to solve imaginary solutions. And you will never reach a full conclusion based on all of these imaginings. So it's like your brain has hit a snag and you've just got to move on for now. Let it go, step back, take a break from it. You're spinning, get off the shitty ride. So I've given you four tools. I know that they're (laughs) a little uh, crass, but they're funny. I hope you remember them better. Um, So I'll just recap really quickly. I had trace the baby roots. That's just to understand when your feelings of jealousy are really coming from really old, unmet needs. Or feelings about yourself from childhood. Number two is called the fucked up talk show on... Called you on you. And that's just label your troll and don't ask don't allow it to ask you interview questions. Don't talk to that troll. Um number three, take back the keys to your heart. It's not much better. And number four was get off the shitty ride. So in closing, jealousy is a sign of your heart. Uh, and that's a good thing. It's not that jealousy is a good thing, but it means you're a very feeling person. But jealousy cannot and should not prevent you from basically investing 100% of your heart in things. Like your heart and your love is the most valuable gift you have to give in this world. And you have to embrace the immense value of your most precious gift to give. And I know that's really hard when you are afraid of getting hurt, and maybe you've been burned in the past, or you're just a very uh, sensitive person. And so you can't help feeling fearing for the worst. I don't blame you for that. But regardless of that fact, your current situation will always be totally different. You have to live your life that way. Trust is a beautiful and powerful bond. And that means trust in Your own value, trust in the value of others, and trust in the ethics of others. It's a powerful thing because it requires accepting risk of anything and everything. And that's what makes trust so valuable. That's why it is paired with marriage. Because that value of basically risking that pain is so immense And so, such a a beautiful offering to somebody else. Like, I'm basically going to take off all of my armor and like hand you my heart. That is beautiful. So embrace that and let go. Let go of what could happen, what might be happening, what somebody might be thinking. Let all of that stuff go. And just accept the possibility of any and all future outcomes and kind of love that you're doing it. Love that you are embracing that 100%. Because that means you are fully participating. You are fully gifting yourself. You are fully present in your relationships. And you're giving your ultimate gift to others, to other people, 100%. You're all in. And that's huge. That is impressive. That is beautiful. And I would say it allows your love in your relationship to really retain its value its ultimate value if you show up in that way in all your relationships basically let go of the unknown and let it be a comfort to know what is outside of your control like that includes what other people choose to do with their their lives and their bodies and what you don't know like embrace that you don't know and just as a default if you know you have an issue with jealousy assume you are wrong assume you are always going to think you know the worst and assume that that's going to be wrong just as a default setting assume like I'm probably wrong I'm freaking out a little bit because I'm probably wrong so if you give your heart and you fully invest in your relationships you must give it don't half hold on to it and question it and just give it and let go So just picture your heart on a pedestal. And if you're holding your hands over it, it cannot be seen. It cannot beam with bright rainbow colors. Just embrace the powerlessness. Go all in. And that's what it really means to love and to be in relationships. So letting go is one of the greatest gifts you can give yourself. Just make peace with that fact and just... All, all that you can do in the moment is just medicate what you know is irrational. Medicate that stupid troll voice. So I don't know what your situation is, and I don't know how you're suffering from jealousy, but I will say you deserve love exactly as you are. From you. From others and from you. Most importantly, from you. You deserve to be proud of yourself in exactly the moment you're in right now. You are perfect exactly as you are. There is nothing you should be right now. There's nothing better than who you are right now. And if you want to self-improve, love yourself for doing that. Never, ever abandon your faith and your love and your embrace of yourself. And before I end this, I want you to do a practice with me. Picture yourself right now. Close your eyes and picture yourself. Picture yourself in the moment you felt jealous recently. Picture that situation. And now I want you to have empathy for yourself. Picture yourself suffering and being put through the painful feelings and struggling to not feel that way and struggling to now change that. And now I want you to feel love for yourself. Feel extreme pride in yourself love you. And I want you to as you move forward and practice these tools, decide now to be very patient and gentle with yourself. Don't get don't get upset if you just if you happen to feel those emotions, don't get angry at yourself, just remember to be gentle and take a step back. Analyze how you can help yourself find relief. Because that's what this is all about, empowering yourself to take action in those moments. And not getting wrapped up in them. Never allow anybody, especially you, to say mean or hurtful things to you. Including things that you should be like or that would be better. Screw that. You're you and that is awesome. And it's way better than being anybody else or like anything else. And you might be working on being able to see that better right now. But it's absolutely true. You should treasure yourself and covet yourself because here's what happens as you go once you start practicing that and really practicing the value putting value in yourself the more kind and the more loving you are and the more tolerant you are to yourself the better you actually begin to feel about yourself the more valued you begin to feel as a human in all environments that's right that's like the secret to all of it The values in you starts with how you treat yourself. It all comes from you. So the more you can soothe yourself from the pain of jealousy, the better you'll feel about yourself and the more worth protecting you will feel. Because when you love yourself and you value yourself, you don't get jealous ever. It's the best feeling in the world. So you have the path in front of you And just keep it going. And, uh, as always, I hope you enjoyed this. And if you have the time, I would absolutely adore a review on iTunes. Um, or any kind of review or shout-out always helps me. And, uh, don't forget to smile.